I'm the guy who sucks. Everything I do just sucks. I don't try to suck. It just comes naturally. I play guitar, but I suck. I write these songs, but they suck. I try to sing, but I suck. And here's what it's like to suck. Okay, guys. First of all, the intro the intro you just heard is "I Suck" by Mr. Ian Fleming of Los Angeles, California. Not the guy that wrote James Bond, but the guy that's been making music for a very long time now. And if you haven't heard of him, check him out on his YouTube channel and his SoundCloud account, both named Ian Fleming. He's a very cool dude, talented, and extremely passionate about music. And um. Yeah, I featured Ian Fleming on my Lightyear segment on Jebson Media Podcast. The second episode of Lightyear will be out on July 3 in accordance to his new song that's coming out on the same date, that it, which is called Bud and Martin. So, uh, you know, guys, check him out. Um, I will link his channel and accounts down below. And uh, check him out. You know, he's a very cool dude. Um, even um, allowed me to uh, use it as an intro here in Sack That Quarterback. So, welcome to Sack That Quarterback here on Jepson Media, where we will talk about football, basketball, boxing, and all sports. So, guys, tune in on Sack That Quarterback. Sack That Quarterback. That sounds very awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it rhymes. So, suck that quarterback here on Jepson Media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Anchor FM, Spotify, and Facebook page, which are all named Jepson Media. Thank you guys for listening. Again, this is your host, Jepson, the creator and founder of Jepson Media Podcast. This is Sack That Quarterback, Episode 1. Hmm. I'm the guy who sucks. Everything I do just sucks. I don't try to suck. It just comes naturally. I play guitar, but I suck. I write these songs, but they suck. I try to sing, but I suck. And here's what it's like to suck. Okay, first things first, we got Patriots signing Cam Newton for $7 million for a one-year deal. One-year deal, $7 million, I guess. Um, it's not that bad, and um, we can still... Um, we, we still have the choice to uh, either let him go after one year or um, you know we stick to him so my thoughts on the Patriots signing Cam Newton I think it's dope um, I'm glad that they did although I didn't think they're gonna sign him because I don't think that Cam fits on the offense that New England has 
for Tom Brady. But I expect that they're going to make a move, you know. Um, I mean, why not make a move on Cam Newton? You know, he's, what, number one pick? Number one overall pick. Um, that's a free one. That's free. That's a free number one overall pick. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I don't think Cam uh, fits on the offense that New England has for Tom Brady. But I expect them to make a move, and I'm glad that they did, you know. Um, now I'm really sure that they're willing to try what the other teams are doing like in Kansas with Mahomes and run option from of the Baltimore Ravens with um what do you call this Lamar Jackson MVP and um the 49ers play action uh we all know that the Patriots have a good system and I believe and very confident that they will be one of the best in the NFL doing what those teams are doing, like moving around and running plays outside the box, you know. Transitioning from pocket to scrambling and RPO offense is going to be tough, but the Patriots, the Patriots added two tight ends. Devin and Keen both are talented guys and... Um, Excuse me. Um, they can block. So um, they also added new offensive linemen. And um, that makes sense now, you know. Um, that because if you add two, if you add more than one tight end on the field, we all know what's going to happen, right? We all know what the play is going to be, and that is going to be our PO run or play action and um, yeah um, what do we have here I don't know how um, okay so this season that's coming I hope it comes. Um, we will see a new New England Patriots offense. Josh McDaniels will cook something good on the offense this year. I really don't know how he will put it together. But Josh now have the flexibility to run RPO plays and uh, plays like that, RPO plays and plays like that, you know, he, he is now unleashed and out of the cage that Tom Brady has him, has him in. Um, he will be more flexible on the plays that he will call on the offense and, um, yeah, um, we remember, we also remember that play from Super Bowl 52 when where they run the exact same same play that the Philadelphia Eagles called against them that resulted in a touchdown with Nick Foles um what was that called that's um Philly special yeah Philly special 
that was a good play, but Tom Brady, you know, didn't cut the ball, and um, I think it's a little bit overthrown too. And um, yeah, we all know what happens in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Um, like what I've said, Josh can now experiment in plays like that with a more mobile quarterback, and I believe he can compete with other teams that are doing the same thing. Um, oh my God. Um, the offense will be as good as, um, or even be better than Kansas, um, Baltimore, Texans, 49ers. If, if we will get Cam to uh, be more accurate on the field, and um, I think they will have a very good success on what they're going to try in the next season and um, yeah if they if they didn't look good this season with their new with their new offense um, they're going to get it mastered on the second and third and fourth year um, yeah those are my thoughts about it and uh, I love how we are in a new era where scramblers are going to be kings and Packet passers will be will struggle without good pass protections and wide receivers. You know, it's all going to be like um, well, not all, uh, but most of the time, um, they will have to throw. They will have to throw what do you call that? Short passes, West Coast offense. Oh yeah, even Russell Wilson on the Seattle Seahawks is doing some new workouts and cutting weight to be able to move outside the pocket. You know, this is really exciting for the league. And um, another quarterback I'm looking forward to is P.J. Walker of the XFL. We've seen what he can do, and he is also that Patrick Mahomes type of quarterback. Um, I wonder what he can do for the Panthers. And... Um, we also got Ted Bridgewater in there, um, also a very decent quarterback. Um, yeah, so part three, we got our thoughts on Tom Brady signing to the Bucks. My thoughts on Tom Brady signing to the Bucks. Well, I'm a Patriots fan, and I've been a fan of Tom Brady, too. He is really the one that got me into football. Like what I've said before, I love the Patriots, but I have my loyalty on Tom Brady, and I will follow him on the Bucks, and I will support him and will root for him wherever he goes and get his seventh ring, eighth ring, whatever. But, you know, I will still be a Patriots fan forever. Um, I've been a fan for only a couple of years now after I discovered the game of football back in 2015 to uh, 2016. Now I got two teams, which is Tampa Bay Buccaneers of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's Patriots. I love the... I love the Patriot organization as a whole, in general. I mean, I love the fans, and um, it's just 
Tom Brady, you know, I support the guy and um I have nothing against him. It's fine for me to that he left the Patriots and um um it does hurt. It does hurt that he leaves and departs from the Patriots. But I understand that, you know. Um He's in the he's on the verge of retiring and he needs money for his retirement and all that, you know. I understand that. Um when I first heard about him um uh, leaving the Patriots. I'm sorry, I dropped my mic. <laughs> I screamed, you know. I'm totally devastated and I got my partner beside me. I have my girlfriend beside me and he asked she asked me, "Why did I scream?" I said, "Tom Brady departed from the Patriots." <laughs> yeah, I'm truly uh, devastated by that. And um I'm very heartbroken, you know. I don't want to see him go um and leave the favorite team that I already loved because of him and because of you know what we have as an organization organization and um yeah um what do we have here <clears throat> oh yeah i really didn't think that he was going for the bucks i thought he was going to land on the chargers or the raiders because he's a california kid you know he is born and raised in california um maybe he wants to play at home for home he wants to play for home you know and he wanted to be home but i think i never think about him going to florida florida and wanting to play golf after he retired from nfl But yeah, I understand why now. Um the money, you know, and the beach life like the beach life like in California but just hotter. Um You know, I also understand that it is very ideal for him to go to Tampa because it's going to be an easy um It's going to be easy for him to beat to beat those guys, and it's going to be easier for him to go to the Super Bowl. Um, what do we got? What do we have there? We have um, what do you call this? Oh yeah, we have Atlanta. What else? I really don't know, but um, yeah, it's much easier for him to go to the Super Bowl on that division, and of course. Um Drew Brees, we have the New Orleans and um they've got a very talented and young guys on the offense like um uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin and um who was that? OJ Howard and now Gronk, man. I mean that was stoked. I mean that is the dream for um Tom Brady to have um as many as that weapons in his huddle yeah so for me you know for me this is my um opinion this is my just my imagination um 
I think Tom Brady aims to follow Joe Montana's footsteps. And if Patrick Mahomes is not drafted in Kansas City and Alex Smith is still there and unhealthy and got no quarterback on the roster, I think he is going to, he's not going, I think he's not, Tom, I think Tom Brady is not going to Florida. He is going to be on Kansas City Chiefs, and um, he will be in Chiefs uniform with big red. And um, can you imagine that? Andy Reid and Tom Brady together. That's more like a Bill and Brady. It's more like a Bill and Brady tandem, and um, with with a good defense too. I mean, you got you got there. Breland, you have Tyron Matthew, you have um, Frank Clark, all those guys. You got solid defense, you got solid offense. Um, that is a Super Bowl contender. You know, he just won a Super Bowl. And um, yeah, you know, imagine him, imagine Tom Brady in bright red color jersey. And um, with Andy Reid on the sideline. I mean, that's very exciting, you know. Part four, we have my thoughts on Gronk coming out of retirement to join Tom Brady in the Bucks. I think it is um, 80%, 80 to 10. Um, I thought he was serious. Um, I thought he was serious of his retirement. He got teary-eyed. You know, he got teary-eyed, giving speech about getting hurt on the field, and that was that was it for that was it for him. And um, I expected that. Um, yeah, I accepted that and wanted him to rest and enjoy the rest of his life. And um, um. Yeah, honestly, when he signed for the Bucks, he actually didn't sign. He got traded to the Bucks for a third-round pick. Is that for a third-round pick? For a fourth-round pick. Um, yeah. Um, I was more hyped than that than Tom Brady signing with, you know, signing with the Bucks. And I'm look. I'm looking forward now for uh, the Bucks this season. I believe that they're go- they are a playoff contender, and with the talents that they have, you know, we <clears throat> with the talents that they have on both offense and defense, um, Brady's decision making and accuracy, his leadership. And talent will have a huge effect effect on the team. I think um, he's gonna chew on his teammates, you know, to um, work and put in as much effort as he is putting in. And um, to be honest, Tom Brady looks young, you know. I mean, in the past few games that he has on, he had on the Patriots, he moves around the pocket and. Um, what do you call this? 
and he uh, evades all um, evades all these um, defensive guys in the pocket like he is 20 years old like he's 20, like he's he is 20 years old so yeah you know right now I think the Bucks team's confidence is skyrocketed and um, faster like faster than Falcon 9 of Elon Musk okay so part 5 this is a very quick podcast I think I'm gonna have a part 2 of these with um, somebody that I already talked to okay so um, part 5 of these segment Patriots yet again is involved in another scandal I think everyone in the Patriots organization should be more careful of doing things like that and um, ask permission to other organizations they are filming and permission to the NFL too, you know, and to let them know that the sole purpose of what they're doing and filming is for an episode of whatever film they're, they are, um, whatever film they're shooting and for their fans and um, for the organization you know we have to be more sensitive now because we've been involved in numerous scandals before the spy gate the deflate gate um, and now that every NFL team you know well not every NFL team maybe just some already looked at us as cheaters and I've seen a lot of my news I see a lot of this on my news feed saying you know that Patriots are cheaters and Bill is a cheater Tom is a cheater I think that's very impossible you know um, maybe before the first one the Spygate I think um, okay that's uh, I'm a I will swallow that one, but the deflate gate is just pure fucking bullshit. It is pure. It is pure bullshit, and um, everybody was against it, and everyone that hates Tom Brady and the Patriots are all in for it. I mean, we see the revenge tour of uh, Tom Brady on what do you call this? Super Bowl 51 after he got suspended four games and um, you know what when Roger Goodell if I were Robert if I was if I am Robert Kraft and I see Roger Goodell on his on the microphone and um, giving his speech I will call Tom Brady and let Tom Brady receive that um, Lombardi trophy, you know, that will, I wish Robert Kraft actually did that because that would be a huge slap on his face, you know, that would be a huge slap on Roger Goodell's face that, you know, he, they suspended him for games and did not even prove that they actually cheated um yeah if i if i'm robert crap 
I'm going to call out Tom Brady and I'm going to have Roger Goodell pass it to Tom Brady and, and then pass it to me maybe, you know, because I already received like, what, like um, five, four Super Bowls um, for uh, Lombardi's trophy before that. And I think Tom Brady received deserves to receive that from you know Roger Goodell and I saw Tom Brady too going down the the podium when Roger Goodell is about to um give that Lombardi trophy to uh, Robert Kraft and um yeah I mean chances gone right but um that would be a huge huge um slap on Roger Goodell's face but I believe truly that Roger he isn't that bad but yeah he just did Tom Brady bad that's just <laughs> that's the thing right so um yeah what else um what do we have here what else can I talk about um we also have yeah we also have Calvanoi out and he's also in Miami and who else you know the situation with Stidham and and Cam I mean I really want Cam to uh, start the game because I don't think um, Stidham can hold, you know, can hold all the seasons. But if they started him right, I think he's he's gonna be good. You know, he's gonna be fine. But yeah, we got more. We got a more a veteran quarterback out there, and I hope that the New England Patriots. Um, develop Jared Stidham even more, you know, because the kid, the kid, the kid's good, you know. I can't say that he's bad. Um, he is more, he is much better than Danny Adling and um the pat the previous um quarterbacks that we have, and you know, I also I also think that NFL organizations. NFL teams should stop looking for another Patrick Mahomes on the draft. You know, stop looking for um, one shot, big shot guy. Um, like, yeah, like Pat Mahomes. And um, if this, because the scenario is um, they drafted a quarterback this year. The quarterback didn't um, carry the team the first or second year because they the team has no um, solid or a veteran quarterback up their ass. Um, they're going to move on and draft another quarterback, a better quarterback. And the previous quarterback that they drafted from last year He's gonna be in um he's gonna be out there just floating, you know. I mean, you didn't even give them a chance to uh to develop them and um 
yeah, you know, I think NFL teams should stop looking for that for a quarterback each year and start developing who they drafted today. And yeah, you know, I think that that's just whatever. <laughs> I think NFL teams should do that. Um, give them like good two to um, three to five years under a good quarterback, you know, and um, before they unleash them into the brutal to the brutal uh, game of the NFL, because we've seen a lot of guys that's been drafted uh, very early and actually did good in college like um i can't say names right now but yeah we've seen that from the past those good quarterbacks that they picked very early did not produce um the way they wanted him to produce so they moved on to another quarterback next on the next year's draft and then that guy's career is over you know he's gonna go somewhere else um he's gonna go um for another position to he's gonna be signed on what do you call this practice squad yeah you know develop your um your guys and stop looking for well it's not bad to look for you know another pat mahomes another tom brady or or like that but give the guy a chance you know give these kids a chance and um man you know pat mahomes by the way is he is incredible you know he's the uh, talent that he has the accuracy you know he can move around the pocket and make plays um if you see that guy open he's gonna throw that he's gonna throw a laser to that guy and that guy caught and um you know they move the ball down the field with that kind of plays you know and that is something teams in the nfl are not um prepared for you know some backyard football and uh that is something that is not on the playbook so yeah you know it needs um it needs the defense defense's um ability to uh read read the quarterback read the receivers and um yeah what else we have here <laughs> let's move on okay so um there's a lot of quarterback battles battles going on in the NFL today and I think one of my favorite will be PJ Walker and Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina Panthers. Uh, we've seen what PJ Walker can do on his performance on the XFL. He is, you know, that Patrick Mahomes type of um quarterback so yeah we got i'm going to ask you again i'm gonna ask you here on the podcast um who 
are you root who are you rooting for in these in these um quarterback battles going on in the NFL today are you a uh, team walker versus bridgewater are you love versus aaron rodgers are you breeze versus winston are you team walton or team dak prescott team walton team walton or team dak prescott team stidham or team cam Fulls or trubisky hurts versus always hurts wins <laughs> again who are you rooting for Love versus Rogers, Breeze versus Winston, Walton versus Dak, Stidham versus Cam, Foles versus Trubisky, Hurts versus Always Hurts, <laughs> Mr. Wentz. The guy's the guy's a good um quarterback and um he's awesome. I love um I love Carson Wentz. Um yeah, so uh, comment your Answers down below and um, subscribe to our channel and Spotify, Facebook, sp Facebook page, Anchor FM, all named the same, Jebson Media. Thank you for listening for the very first episode of Sack That Quarterback. Thank you again. The intro is from Ian Fleming of Los Angeles, California. The title is I Suck. Um... Yeah, check him out on his YouTube channel, SoundCloud account by the name of Ian Fleming. He is going to be our featured musician artist for the second episode of Lightyear, where he will feature, where we will feature underrated musicians from around the world. Um, thank you again, folks. Um, this is not goodbye. Um, see you soon. But first, we got my bro here, Jalen, Jalen Knox. He's got, um, this is his thoughts on, <laughs> this is his thoughts on um, Cam getting signed by the Patriots. Well, honestly, in my opinion, Bob, I think this trade's going to work out in New England's favor because they got the young, inexperienced QB, Jerry Stenham, but he has an arm and people sleep on him. And now they got this veteran in Cam Newton who knows the ropes to this. I think that Cam Newton's going to pass down knowledge to Jaron Stenham. And that's just me. I mean, you can go against me or you can hate me on that one. That, that's just me. No, man, I won't hate you for that one. I think that is a good um, opinion. And, um, yeah, Cam and Jared Stidham are quite a different quarterback and um i believe that they did a great job on um what do you call this on cam signing cam and um um jared you know he's a good quarterback too you know but we got a more veteran quarterback out there cam newton much more um um, elusive and um, faster quarterback you know he's got the running game and all that so yeah no hate on that brother um, thank you for your um, um, opinion on that and um, yeah see you soon and goodbye guys that is the first episode of 
Sack that quarterback, and this is your host Jepson, the creator and founder of Jepson Media Podcast. And this may have another uh, part two where um, I'm going to uh, f- uh, I'm going to have a guest, but you know the guy's very busy, and um, um, yeah. Uh, so see you soon, okay? Hear from you guys soon, okay? Thank you. Listen to Mr. Ian Fleming again. Light years coming out on July 3. Thank you guys. This is this, is, this podcast is sponsored by me. <laughs> and my cat Tally. Thank you so much. I'm the guy who sucks. Everything I do just sucks. I don't try to suck. It just comes naturally. I play guitar, but I suck. I write these songs, but they suck. I try to sing, but I suck. And here's what it's like to suck. Hello guys, how are you doing? Welcome to Sagdar Quarterback here on Jebson Media Podcast. This is your host, Jebson, and I collected some thoughts from other people about the topics that we're going to talk about on this episode. Why did I collect some thoughts from other people? Maybe you are curious. It's because I want this podcast to be more to be sorry I don't want I don't want this podcast to be what Jepson's thoughts are I don't want it to be just my thoughts I don't want it to be just me Um, I wanted to hear what others think about a certain topic especially the people that knows better than me you know hearing the opinions and thoughts of people that are better than me will make me learn more about things, learn more about the topics that interest me. And another reason is also um, I wanted to make this podcast more interactive with listeners to make listeners feel like they're part of this um, podcast gang, you know. And um, yeah, it's more enjoyable that way for me and for um, the listeners, you know, it's it's enjoyable. It's, it's enjoyable for me because I don't feel lonely, you know. I feel like um, there are more people involved in this podcast and I don't get bored doing it. Um, so, guys, thank you for all your thoughts that you uh, passed today. I'm hitting on some um, brandy at the moment. So, on the previous episode of Sagda Quarterback... I talk about my thoughts, my thoughts on Cam Newton getting signed by the Patriots to a seven million one-year incentive deal. Um, I don't understand much about the contracts and all that, but my thoughts are that the Patriots are going to play more run, run play action now that they have a more mobile quarterback. And um, 
I watched Colin Cowherd's uh, video about this topic, and um, I don't agree with him. Uh, yes, the Panthers and Auburn offense is built around Cam, and so is the Patriots to Tom Brady. But the thing is, Josh McDaniels is kind of like the guy now, you know, um, in New England. And uh, you, we all know the story. Bill, you know, tell him that he will give him everything he knows. And we know that if Bill retires, considering that is on that age now. Um, he will recommend Josh McDaniels as the next uh, head coach for the New England Patriots, and I think that Josh is Bill trusts Josh. Bill trusts Josh, and um, I think that you know, if Bill trusts Josh, Josh is special, right? And um, so yeah. Um, um, the picks that they did on the previous NFL drafts gives us a hint at what they're what they are planning to do next season. You know, um, I mean that is a hint that the Patriots are trying to build an offense on Cam's strength on um, around Cam. I don't agree on what he says that New England the New England Patriots. Um, system that's built for Tom Brady um, will make um, let me hold that. that I don't agree with what he said that they, they are going to let Cam Newton take the system into his throat and not do like not try to uh, build an offense around him maybe not fully you know because he's a he's the new guy you know because they love Jared Statham and all that but yeah I think that um, the New England Patriots will try to build try to build an offense around Cam Newton um, I also don't agree that Stidham will take more snaps than Cam. I don't believe that. Um, I still feel like they're going to sit Jared down for another year and see what Cam can do. I mean, I'm on that, you know, I'm for that. I think that is a very good decision for them. And also, this season, we will see who is a better solid team. Is it the Panthers or the Patriots? If the Patriots bring Cam and can bring the Patriots to a Super Bowl or have at least a winning season or reach the playoffs, that just means that the Patriots have a better system and is a better team than and is and is a better team than the Panthers because they build a better offense for Cam and bring the best out of Cam Newton. And yeah, it's just a one-year deal and Jared is still young. I don't think it will hurt Stidham that much. Um, yes, he will get some snaps on maybe the first week, second week, but if all go if all goes well for Cam and the Patriots, he will stay there for more years. Maybe he will re he will retire as a Patriot. I mean, who really knows, right? Cam is more of a veteran veteran player, and he's got a lot of 
a lot of a lot left in the tank. So um everything I do just Okay, there's some um maintenance going on here. <laughs> I don't wanna uh re-record this. So uh yeah. We we'll get some words from our Facebook friends and um, from Dave Asiasi, the father of the newly drafted tight end of the Patriots. Devin Asiasi, so stay tuned here on Sack That Quarterback. I'm the guy who sucks. Everything I do just sucks. I don't try to suck. It just comes naturally. I play guitar, but I suck. I write these songs, but they suck. I try to sing, but I suck. And here's what it's like to suck. Okay, so, um... <laughs> Our first thought is from John H. Davis. He's got a podcast too and a YouTube channel that's called For the Good of the Game. I repeat, his podcast and YouTube channel is For the Good of the Game. Be sure to check him out on YouTube. He's got some good contents about football. This guy really cares about football players and football in general. So here is John H. Davis's of for the good of the game this is his thoughts about the topic good morning jose this is john davis of for the good of the game good morning jose this is john davis of for the good of the game uh, just wanted to give you my let's repeat that one second sorry guys for the inconvenience here is john h davis uh, for the good of the game. Good morning, Jose. This is John Davis of For the Good of the Game. Uh, just wanted to give you my thoughts on Cam signing with the Patriots. I think it's a win-win all the way around. Uh, Bill Belichick uh, has has been known in the past for going after players that have given the Patriots a hard time when they've faced them, and uh, Cam was one of those players. So I think between Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick, they will give Cam every opportunity to succeed and put him in the best position to help the team. Uh, I, I see it as a win-win uh, for everyone involved, and I think Cam has a great opportunity to earn a lot more than the base salary given the incentive-laden contract that he signed. So I'm looking for them to be a playoff contender this year uh, with Cam in the lineup. Take care, man. Bye. All right. Thank you, Mr. John H. Davis, uh, for the good of the game. And... Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's a win-win for the Patriots and Cam Newton. And the Patriots is going to give, you know, Cam this year. Like what I've talked about a few minutes ago, you know, that will help him to be better and keep Stadium, keep Stadium for another year. And it's true that the Patriots and Bill is known to get players that gives them a pain in the ass, right? Bill is that kind of a guy. Look at Antonio Brown. If A.B. could shut his mouth up, you know what I'm saying? He will still be in New England. And maybe he will, he will help the Patriots get to the Super Bowl. And Brady, maybe Brady right now will still be in New England. You know, who really knows? But 
yeah, they also get James Harrison. Um, they want to uh, get those um, players um, that are, I don't want to say aged, but that is on the on their retirement um, period, their retirement age, and like squeeze every last drop of that player. So yeah, um, yeah, that's. I think they're not gonna waste money on Cam if they're not going to use it. You know, um, I don't think that they're going to do Cam that bad where they put him on an incentive-based contract and sit him and not get those incentives that they talk about and. Um, you know, what Cam's got to do is just to show up. Show up from the very first game that he is fit, that he can take the team to a, to a right place. And, um, you know, show Josh McDaniels and Bill that, hey, I am the future of this team. And all of the injuries, all of the things that I've had in the past is all gone. I'm a new guy here. Right, so yeah, thank you, Mr. John H. Davis of For the Good of the Game. Guys, please check him out on his YouTube channel and podcast that is called For the Good of the Game. And um, yeah, salute to you, sir, for uh, for your passion and care for football. And um, yeah, thank you so much, and um, God bless you. Um, I hope that... Um, Stay healthy too, and um, for for uh, the players and for the game of football. Thank you so much. Okay, so um, our next thought will be from the father of the newly drafted tight end, Devin Asiasi. Ladies and gentlemen, this is his father. Dave Asiasi's comment about the matter. Wait a second. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dave Asiasi. Well, I'm just the father of an NFL rookie, so I don't know how much my take would be on it, but you know, from what I know from watching football for as long as I've been alive is that the uh, uh, Patriots organization is one of the best organizations in the NFL and great dynasties. So um, I wouldn't expect anything less uh, from uh, front office and the coaching staff that um, is, you know, about winning, about getting the team to win and, uh, you know, uh, bringing championships to their city. I mean, they, they're not going to stop winning because Tom Brady's not there anymore. But so, so I would think it's a great move and it's exciting for the Patriots and for my son Devin because he was excited about it. It's good to know, man, that Devin is excited about this um, matter about Cam Newton getting to the Patriots. And we are excited also to see Devin on the field wearing a Patriots, Patriots uh, uniform. Okay, so... 
Yeah, the Patriots is a great organization, maybe even the greatest organization. And even when Tom Brady was out, they can still win. Remember when Jimmy Garoppolo, now the 49ers quarterback, is on the field? When Tom Brady was suspended from all the deflate gate bullshit, right? They won with Jimmy G, and I think Jimmy G is more fit in the Patriots system than in the 49ers system. Because the 49ers system play a lot of RPO, and Jimmy G is not that kind of a quarterback. I mean, look at his look at his 2019 season, right? He's got like what, 13 interceptions, and like seven of that is from play action. Um, I personally think that he is more fit on the New England offense, and Kyle should build a system that fits around Jimmy G to make use of him and I also heard that they are making a move on Tom Brady that Kyle is making a move on Tom Brady I mean why look for another quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo who is a pocket who is a pocket fa- pocket passer right Jimmy G is also excellent in short inside passes like Tom Brady but the most but most of the time he put too much power on the ball and that will end up bouncing to the receiver's hands and get picked on the air by the defense. And I'm telling you, if the 49ers is planning to stick with a you know, play-action system that they had, I think they should try to make a move on Dak and trade Jimmy G to the Packers or the Bills or trade him back to the Patriots where he is more accurate. You know, one thing I noticed about Jimmy G is his deep ball throws tend to be overthrown. Um, that's a problem. That's his problem um, even on his first game as a Patriot. Um, you know, he uh, overthrown multiple deep passes and which are open, you know. Um, the receivers beat the guys and all he got to do is to throw that ball exactly where the receiver will be but he throw he overthrows the ball and um, we saw that on Super Bowl Super Bowl 54 that's what happens in Super Bowl 54 he overthrew the deep ball to Sanders which result which will result to uh, 27 24 on their favor if the ball was caught now if the ball was caught he will he um Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs will have to kick a field goal to tie the game and potentially bring the game to overtime. Now if the 49ers scored on that play and defend the Chiefs drive for a field goal, it is over. There's only two minutes left on the clock. That play was very important and I wish Jimmy G work on his foot work on his deep balls really because if you were put on that situation where you will really need to have like um, a depot passes like the Hail Marys of Aaron Rodgers and we've seen that with Tom Brady too I mean if you were in that situation you gotta land it right um, you have to uh, nail it to win the game and yeah, so um, I also asked Mr. Devin, Mr. Dave, 
if the New England Patriots is a playoff contender and now that with Cam Newton is on the field, um, here is his answer. Do I think they're a playoff contender with Cam Newton? Um, you know, again, I'm not no NFL expert, I'm just father <laughs> NFL fan, but I would think of a, uh, a NFL former MVP uh, and a quality caliber player that Cam Newton is, I would, I would think it would give him a great shot to at least be in the running for the playoffs. I mean, uh, you always want to have a great defense. I mean, the whole team is well coached. I mean, the, uh, Coach Belichick is one of the best coaches, defensive coaches that you know, I've ever seen, you know, coaching the NFL. So, yeah, I mean, of course they have a great shot in the playoffs. What do I think about uh, two tight ends being taken same time as Gronkowski and Hernandez? Well, yeah, I know Devin and Dalton being taken this year. Is, it, it's been the first time since Hernandez and Gronkowski was, Gronkowski was taken. So... Pretty sure that comparison is going to follow them for the rest of their careers there. But, you know, the one thing I know about the New England Patriots is when it comes to talent evaluation, they don't miss. Um, they don't miss at all because if you're going to win six Super Bowls and have a, a winning culture and championships for all them years, you don't miss on talent evaluation. So I'm pretty sure that... Uh, Devin is going to try his best to, you know, hold up to his bargain on that end. So, and I'm sure Dalton will too. Yeah, I think they're going to try their best to, um, you know, to help the team. Um, thank you for that, Mr. Dave Asiazi, the father of Devin Asiazi, our new tight end on New England, guys. Um, yeah, so Robin Aaron was such a good duo for the Patriots, and I'm sure that if Aaron Hernandez didn't get locked up, Bill will be forced to decide which one of the TE that he drafted will he let go in the next few years. Because I'm, I'm sure that the two rookies would have uh, a good amount of what they call this in their contracts. So, um, yeah, Bill is known for that too. You know, he surprisingly cuts and trade good players. He even tried to trade Gronk to Detroit. Um, actually, he did, he did, um, trade Gronk to Detroit. But yeah, Gronk said he's retired and the trade never really happened, right? So, um, a trade Gronk to Detroit. The Detroit called him, called Gronk that uh, welcoming him to uh, the team. But Gronk said that he, he's retired, uh, um, that the trade could never happen because he's retired. So, yeah, um, 
Yeah, you know, many were surprised when the Patriots picked Devin. Um, they are saying that there are more explosive tight ends on the pool, but it makes sense now that Cam is on the team. I mean, you need blockers to pave way for Cam to run to, and Devin is a good blocker, in my opinion. Devin is a good blocker. Have you guys seen? Have you guys seen how much of a gap that the Carolina Panthers offense give to Cam? Give for Cam to run to. Have you noticed that? What the offense and the tight ends did to make to make a large gap for Cam to run to back in Carolina. Right? It was so open. It was so open. There was so much room for Cam to run to on that um, offense. And yeah, um, Bill and Josh definitely see something to the guys that they drafted. You know, they they didn't draft them for no reason. They didn't draft them because they see some promising abilities. They draft. They draft players that they think is fit for their offense and for their plan on that season. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Mr. Dave Asiazi, the father of Devin Asiazi, our new tight end on the New England Patriots. Welcome to the Patriots family. Um, we, are, we are happy to have you, and uh, we are looking forward to see Dev on the field next season wearing a New England, um, wearing the new, New England uniform, right? So, yeah. And um, who do we have here? Yes, right? Um, I'm pretty sure that they will build an offense. Oh, okay. Around Cam this season, right? So, Okay, I'm lost. I'm kind of tipsy now from from this thing that I'm that I'm what do you call this? I'm drinking. And we have another we have another guy here. Um his name is Jordan Larry V. I don't know if I pronounced out if I pronounce that correctly, he is also he also has a podcast that's called One on One. The guy is very interesting. Um, check his content on Anchor. Um, he's a very cool dude too, you know. Um, he loves football and he loves the Patriots like I do. So um, yeah, I asked Jordan what his thoughts are about the matter and here is what he said um i apologize that he is that he's been cut because facebook only allows us to record for one minute and yeah shout out to facebook instead of leaking our information please make the voice clips longer for compliment all right for compliment with all the information you leaked from us okay so um yeah again here is Jordan Larry V's thoughts about the matter. I think Cam's one-year deal is honestly perfect move for the Patriots. 
you're only spending $7.5 million on him. And say he is to leave next year as a free agent, now you get that third round pick back that you were losing because of the whole Cincinnati taping scandal, which we don't even know what actually happened. But Cam coming to New England, I think, is actually going to be a really good thing because everybody in New England saying, well, I don't think Bill will use him to his true potential, and I don't think uh, Bill knows how to use the RPO quarterback. I don't think Bill has any control in the offense anymore. I'm pretty sure 90% of the offense is run by Josh McDaniels, and McDaniels will know how to do it. If I'm being honest as a Patriots fan, I'll take a former MVP who could have won a Super Bowl instead of... Yes, we said instead of Stidham. Um, Wow, this this brandy is so strong. Okay, so... Yeah. um, I'm pretty sure that yeah, they will build an offense around Cam, and um, it's true that you know Bill is like not the guy anymore in New England. It is more of a Josh McDaniels team now, and um, yeah, um, Bill said that in an interview that it's um. Yeah, that's that it's the coach's fault or his fault to put so much responsibility to a player that he, that he knows that the player cannot handle. So if you put like uh, too much responsibility on a person, which you know that the person cannot handle, it is your fault, really. And yeah, I'm you know I'm open to try something new with cam and yeah you know it's it's only a one-year deal we can choose whether to let him go after this season um i don't know much about the uh, the filming scandal again and um if it's you know if it's a four-year max deal for cam i don't think Stidham could sit that long, and I don't think um, Bill would do that too. Maybe like if it's good, maybe if it, if Cam and the Patriots is on the same place, I think they're gonna sign him for for or a max deal, right? Um, but I don't think Stidham could sit that long because. You know, I'm really like a Jared guy, and um, I think we should try Cam. We should try what Cam can do for us, and what we can do for Cam for the best of the team. If you know, if I'm Jared, I wouldn't really be worried at this time, but you know, I gotta beat the veteran, former MVP, round one draft pick. I should, you know, I'm gonna. Get out there and prove the Patriots, hey, I'm, I'm better than this guy. You know, I'm. You should start me instead of this guy. Whatever is, whatever title is on his name, right? So, 
Yeah, I also asked Jordan about what he thinks is the Patriots' plan for Cam Newton on the team. I'm excited to see what Josh McDaniels' plan is because he's never had to go RPO with Tom Brady, but now you can also use the same style offense with Cam Newton and add the RPO because if anybody knows Cam Newton, Cam Newton's biggest thing is he's inaccurate. He misses some balls and he usually misses them high. It's not that he misses them low, it's usually that he overthrows the ball. I think in this Patriot system where if they run the same system they ran with Brady where it was three-step drop, get rid of the ball, slant, out route, quick post, skinny post. I think that's going to work for Cam Newton because he's still athletic. Is he as athletic as he was in 2015, 2016? No, but he's still athletic. He can still use his legs. I I think the Patriots might really bet. Okay, so it stops there. Damn it, Facebook, please make the voice clips longer. Um, yeah, so um, um, Tom Brady really make use of that short slant, short passes, short inside passes, you know, trying to get the ball out in three, in three or less seconds. I think that can work with Cam too. I mean, I watched um, what do you call this? A video of Cam that I watch a video about Cam's um, throwing motion that makes him inaccurate. And yeah, he can he can make money on what Tom Brady is doing, like throwing short inside passes, like we've seen in a lot of New England games. Um, yeah, I'm confident that they're going to play on where Cam is good and comfortable at. I mean, Patriots is known to um, using players in their ability like um, their running backs. You know, if it's like short, short runs, they will get like Burke head out and um, to get to um, the um, to the goal line. And... Um, they do that with tight ends too, you know, if they need some blocking, they're gonna um, get a tight end I can block, and uh, yeah. Um, they are the same, Jimmy G and, um, what do you call this, Cam Newton. Um, they both miss their deep ball pass. Um, they overthrow the passes on a deep ball so yeah I think that's this they have the same problem and they have to work on that too to be able to you know win big games um, like the Super Bowl like what happened in Super Bowl 54 with um, Jimmy Garoppolo so uh, yeah I ask you know I asked Jordan, since he is also a Patriots fan, I asked him what his thoughts are on Tom Brady signing to the Bucks, and this is his answer. 
Tom Brady signing with the Bucks. I don't even. Uh, actually, I know exactly where to start with that. I was I was calling that. Everybody, a lot of even my friends were saying Tom Brady's going to the Chargers. The Chargers make more sense. Da 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 da. da. To me, the NFC and the Bucks made more sense because. For one, you don't have to go through Kansas City or Baltimore to make it to the Super Bowl, which to Tom, I think, would be a lot easier. B, those weapons, that offense is going to be fun. And I've been saying this, and I'll hint a little bit before the next question, but now that you have Rob Gronkowski, you don't need to play him other than anything else in the red zone. You have O.J. Howard, you have Cameron Bright, you have Mike Evans, Godwin. I mean, they have weapons now. Defense is a little questionable, but they went from a 25th. So, yeah, that is his thoughts on um, about the matter of Tom Brady signing to the Bucks, yeah, they, you know, it it makes more sense now that Tom Brady signed with the Bucks because of lots of weapons that he has that he will have on the team, and yeah, I also think that you know, like your friends, I also think that the chart he will go to the Chargers, but I also feel like he can go to the Giants. New York Giants or New York Jets because we know his wife Giselle you know is a model he's a she's a supermodel right and New York is kind of the place to go modeling and it, and I think Giselle is still gorgeous you know so um, yeah it's funny that he's an elite player and his wife makes more money than him I thought that only happens to a broke guy like me so yeah and also when the raider relocated to vegas i don't think he has a business there anymore and um, the raiders was out of the table for me at that point and bucks really is is really what makes sense now you know for me to uh, for tom brady to take and yeah i also ask jordan about Kronk's comeback Rob Gronkowski's comeback to join um, Tom Brady in the Bucks. So uh, here is his thoughts about that. Gronk coming out of retirement. I can't say I'm surprised. Because this is the same guy that threatened to retire from the Patriots if they traded him to Detroit because Tom Brady was his quarterback. And I love Rob Gronkowski. I do. I think Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, I should say, is a is a tank of a guy, one of the greatest tight ends to play. But I was more of an Aaron Hernandez guy, as controversial as that is. I was. Gronk couldn't stay healthy. We've won Super Bowls without Gronk, so it's not like Gronk was. Oh my God! The Patriots need Rob Gronkowski to be successful. That, that, that it really that wasn't that wasn't the case. It really wasn't the case. Am I shocked he came out of retirement to come play for Tom and not for the Patriots? No. Okay, so um, yeah, um, um, yeah, like 
you know, I like Aaron Hernandez too, as much as Gronk. Um, I don't believe that he committed suicide and blamed from concussions for what happened. But yeah, you know, sad to know he ended like that. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, you know, Gronk has completely healed from those injuries now that he has gone now that he has got a year out of football and I'm expecting to see more of Gronk throughout this year and I hope that he stays healthy you know Aaron Hernandez is a very good of a player too and now they drafted a guy like maybe maybe well not that not that level but I'm thinking that Right now, Aaron Hernandez is like Devin Asiasi and um, Dalton Keane is our Rob Gronkowski right now. And I'm pretty sure that both will um, contribute lots to the organization. And I'm seeing like Dev is on the right path now. Dev is on the right path. So we have no problems of him getting, you know, same path as um, the same path as Aaron Hernandez and uh, yeah I think that if we both have those guys um, it will be hell of an offense for us but I'm pretty sure that Bill is going to you know release or cut and um, trade or whatever one of those guys one of one of the TEs that he gets now I mean he traded Gronkowski he traded Gronkowski to the Detroit Lions it just but Gronk didn't just you know didn't accept that and chose to retire and to play for other quarterback oh wow this brandy though okay so uh yeah for the last part of this episode um yeah i want to thank jordan larry v about his thoughts and um and um for being uh you know featured on these on these um episode of sack that quarterback here in jepson media podcast um I mean, man, you, you you got some good thoughts in there, and um, yeah, I listened to uh, your I listened to your what do you call this podcast, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, more podcasts from you that I can listen to. So yeah, for the last part of this episode, I ask online which quarterback you are rooting for in this quarterback battles. That's going on in the league. So, yeah, let's go for uh, today's episode. Jordan Larry V's thoughts about who, which quarterback he's rooting for in these um, quarterback battles going on around the league. And this is his answer. Out of all the quarterback battles that are going to happen in the NFL this offseason, I'm kind of intrigued by what's going to happen between Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, just because 
Nick Foles gets paid $80 million last year by Jacksonville, and then they let him go. Mitchell Trubisky, as we all know, is probably one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks of all time. But what happens if Mitch Trubisky beats out Nick Foles, who is a former Super Bowl MVP? I think that rebuilds a lot of confidence in a young Mitch Trubisky. And then even if you can't win him out, you at least have a guy like Nick Foles who can run that offense with that terrifying defense. So I think that would be probably the one to watch for this uh, this offseason. Thank you, Jordan, for that um, voice clip. And, uh, yeah, you know, Chicago right now is paying two quarterbacks with high salary at the same time. And um, next year, you know, I'm pretty sure that one of them has to go. And um, Jordan, Jordan, Mitch Trubisky's contract is expiring in 2021, which means he will be you know, um, free agents uh, in 2021. And I, th- I feel like, um, is that right? Because I've read that it's going to expire on 2021. Michel Trubisky, Bisky contracts. Let's search that for a while. So yeah, he's got a four years, four year contract, twenty nine million a year. Is that twenty nine million guaranteed at signing? Twenty nine million free agent at twenty twenty one. So yeah, at twenty twenty one, he will be available in the free agent market, and yeah, we'll see how it will go, and let's see um, what. Let's see what Nick Foles' contract is. Okay, so Nick Foles' contract, you got $88 million for Foles, signed a four-year deal. Four-year deal, so he's only on his second. So there's two more years for Nick Foles to be in the Chicago Bears. And what I think will happen here is that if... If he did well, if Nick Foles did well here in Chicago, I think they're going to make him stay. And if Mitch, if Mitch Trubisky did not show up this season, they're not going to sign him the next season. They're not going to resign him next season. And uh, it will be Nick Foles' team. So, yeah, he's a former MVP. I mean, um. I don't know what happened to him in Jaguars, but he's he's got some good, you know, he's got some good plays there. He's got some good drives. But yeah, um, what else do we have here? Oh yeah, we are going to uh, our next Facebook friend. So yeah, thanks Jordan for um, your thoughts and for your um, submissions of voice clips. I mean, I really appreciate it. I'm pretty sure that um, our listeners will appreciate that too. You've got some good thoughts out there. And um, it's good that you have a podcast um, to make, to, you know, have your thoughts available out there in the world. So for, for, you know, for, for um, football fans out there. So yeah, here, here is, um, 
here are another here are another submissions from our Facebook friends. This one is from Jalen Knox. He said that he is looking forward to see the underdogs. He is looking forward to see the underdogs battle the Teddy Bridgewater and PJ Walker of the Carolina Panthers next year. Yeah, man. You know, um, I'm excited to see how will that go too. And um, yeah, we've seen what PJ Walker can do, and uh, we know that Teddy's a you know decent quarterback. And uh, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Jalen, thank you for your submission and. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, Bob. What's what's up? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your submission. And up we go next to uh, AJ Knudsen. He picked Carson Wentz over Hertz. Yeah, I would pick that too. I would pick Carson Wentz. I think he's got you know he's very talented. And um, if he stays healthy throughout the year, man, you know, just stay healthy. Just stay freaking healthy. Throughout the year, especially in the playoffs, okay. So yeah, Wentz, he, he picked Wentz over Hertz. He picked Jordan Love over Rogers. He picked um, Tua over Ryan. Let me get back to Rogers. Um, I think Rogers is. What is waiting for Rodgers in Green Bay? I, I really don't know. I think he's done with Green Bay. Um, the best thing that he can do is to get out of Green Bay. Don't get signed with the Chargers. Chargers is, you know... I don't want to say anything bad about the Chargers, but, you know, I think that you that Aaron Rodgers is fit with... Um, let me say he is fit with... What do you call that team? Yeah, I can also go with the 49ers. Oh, 49ers. Yeah, he fits on that team. And um, where else? He can also be a Patriot, you know, if, if they decided to uh, get Cam cut out and Jarrett's is not going good. I mean, you got a good quarterback available. I think Bill's going to make a move on that too. So, yeah, you know, I'm going to have, I think Rodgers have to get out of, he's got to get out of there, you know. I think he can go Steelers. He can go Steelers. Ben is, uh, I don't know, he's not showing up lately. So, uh, yeah, he picked Tua over Ryan. I would pick also Tua over Ryan. And um, he picked Teddy Bridgewater over Walker. Um, I pick Walker, right? So, um, and also he picked Breeze over Winston. That is a good pick. I mean, I would pick Breeze anytime over Winston. <laughs> So, yeah, he picked Dak over Dalton. I say, yeah, Dak. Dak is a, you know, for me, Dak is a better quarterback over Dalton. He's just, you know, the, the team's got a lot of uh, uh, flaws. 
and um, with their new coach, I expect them to uh, do good this season. You know, with some new guys on the field, and um, yeah, I wish, I wish, I wish everything goes good for um for them and Dak. Because if Dak didn't agree on the, on the on the what do you call this on a contract that they're giving him, they're gonna be he's gonna he's going to be forced to uh, sign the what do you call that franchise tag, which is a what thirty one million in one year. I mean, Dak, if you can hear this, if everything goes wrong in what do you call this in 49ers that is the best place that is the best place for you to go and um yeah agent Knudsen picks false over Trubisky I'm a false guy too and um yeah I will I will pick Nick Foles over Trubisky too um yeah I want to see how will that go next season so yeah, that's it for today, guys. Um, this is it. Um, thank you for listening on today's episode of Sack That Quarterback. <laughs> Sack That Quarterback. Listen, Sack That Quarterback. I don't know how to say it, but uh, um, if you got like a good, a good, um, what do you call this? A good voice that can um, bring light to Sack That Quarterback, please send send it to me. And um, I'm going to make that the official sound for Sagda Quarterback. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for the people that submitted voice clips on, here on SDQ, Sagda Quarterback on Jabson Media Podcast. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. This is the second episode of SDQ, Sagda Quarterback. I hope you enjoy. Please leave a comment about what your thoughts are on the matters that we talk about today thank you john h davis jordan larry v dave asiazi welcome to the family jalen knox aj Knudsen. thank you for sharing god bless you guys please subscribe to our youtube channel and anchor and facebook page which is which are all named which are all named jepson media podcast jepson media well this is jepson founder and creator of jepson media podcast um, check the YouTube channel for some Call of Duty Warzone gameplays and some stupid shiz. So, yeah. Thank you. Night, night, gang. Thank you uh, to everybody. You know, shout out to, the, to our boys on um, Facebook. Strangers. Well, I'm a stranger, you know. We just pay Facebook friends. Um, yeah, thank you for all your submissions. And uh, wish you all the best. Um. Yeah, thank you. We still have six minutes. I don't know how will I eat that time out in this episode, but yeah. Um. Goodbye, guys. This is Jebson. Check us out and listen to our podcast. Thank you. This is I Suck by Ian Fleming. Yeah, this is Isaac by Ian Fleming, and um, check check the episode of Lightyear here and here on Jepson Media Podcast on Anchor and on YouTube. Um, I am going to feature 
Ian Fleming of um, what? It, yeah, he's a solo artist. Ian Fleming is a solo artist that sometimes has a band. Um, I will feature him on the episode two of Lightyear here on Jepson Media Podcast. Lightyear is uh, where we will feature where we will feature artists, musicians that are underrated and on the shallow ground of the music industry. And yeah, check out his, check out Ian Fleming's YouTube channel and SoundCloud account. It's Ian Fleming, I-A-N-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. The second episode of Light Years will come out on July 3, U.S. time. Um, in a, that is in accordance to uh, his new song that will come out on the same date, which is called Bud and Martin. Bud and Martin, he wrote that when he was, you know, um, living on living on a car, living in a car, and um, you know, got some beers and guitar with him. And yeah, thank you for thank you, Ian for um, allowing me to, uh, to what do you call this, to use Isaac, your song from your first album, The Wrong One, to be my intro. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Ian. This is Jepson Media Podcast. This is SDQ Sagda Quarterback. Thank you so much, gang. This is Jepson again. Goodbye. I'm going to shut up now. Thank you. Hi, I'm the guy who sucks. Everything I do just sucks. I don't try to suck. It just comes naturally. I play guitar, but I suck. I write these songs, but... Let's do that again. <laughs> I'm the guy who sucks. Everything I do just sucks. I don't try to suck. It just comes naturally. I play guitar, but I suck. I write these songs, but they suck. I try to sing, but I suck. And here's what it's like to suck. Stop.